Greetings and salutations, everyone. Thank you for joining my podcast for yet another edition of Break the Lunatic Rants. And now for the legal mumble jumbo. This podcast is based entirely on Frank's own personal opinions and is in no way, shape, or form the opinions or representation of any fire, police, EMS organizations, which he is currently or previously associated or affiliated with. The views expressed in this podcast are entirely his own and do not reflect the views of any aforementioned organization. Please note, the names may have been changed to protect the innocent, the stupid, and the brain dead. Live from the beautifully bodacious and wonderfully spacious Fuck If I Know Studios, located in wonderful downtown Hamlin, Pennsylvania, it is yet another informative, educational, argumentative, debatable, and downright boring edition of Frank the Lunatic Rants. Hey there, hi there, ho there everyone, as always, I am your congenial host, Frank the Lunatic. Thank you for joining me for yet another edition of me ranting, raving, pissing, and moaning about topics you probably do not give a shit about whatsoever. So remember to sit back and ask yourself this very important question in life, the question that's on everyone's minds, the unanswerable question in life. Why the hell am I listening to this guy anyway? You know, I'm getting so sick and tired of these Biden supporters, everybody, just sitting around, these Democrats and that, sitting around saying, oh, how great Biden has been doing, how great and fantastic the economy has been because of Biden, that things are so much better. Biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my whole life. That's just as bad as the people who sit there, you know, some of my Democrat friends that I've gone to school with and people I've worked with that sit there and will tell you to your face that Obama was one of the best presidents we ever had. And on that, uh, how Republicans basically were making up everything that was going wrong with the economy, that it wasn't anything really going wrong. And I happened to do some uh, fact-finding in regards to the Obama years, because after all, this is the path that we're basically following with the uh, Jumpin' Joe Magoo years here, to show you how wonderful our economy was during the eight years that Obimbo was president. In that eight-year period, 381,688 businesses filed bankruptcy, disappeared from the face of the earth. And some of them included, of course, big businesses as well. Population-wise, to show you how great the economy was going, how great people were doing, it was like record-breaking numbers. Uh, Population-wise, during his presidency, there was 10,147,304 people wound up filing for bankruptcy during his administration because of how bad the economy was. And this is what we're facing with the Biden administration. I mean, the number, you know, you can't dispute facts. The numbers are there. You know, again, jump back to the Obama years. You know, he took office and literally bankruptcies tripled during his presidency. Uh, You know, when this is where we are headed 
with the uh, Biden administration. Now, looking back at the Obama years, some of these companies you may have heard of, some of these you might not have heard of, um, but some of them were pretty big game players um, out there. And they went belly up during the so-called great economy during the Obama years. There was uh, MF Global. It had $41 billion in assets, and it went down as being one of the top 10 in American history, which happened during the Obama years. AMR Corporation, Dynagy Holdings, PMI Group, New Page Corp, Integra Bank Corp, General Maritime Corp, The Borders Group. You remember Borders, the uh, bookstore? Terra Star Corp who was the largest commercial telecommunications satellite owner, um, basically XM Satellite Radio, which we all know what happened with that. Uh, Sirius wound up buying out the XM Satellite. Uh, Seahawk Drilling. Vine, the Vine app. It was big. It took the internet by storm in the early uh, 2010s. And then it was uh, purchased by Twitter. And then they wound up bankrupting the company. Uh, Pier One. I mean, that company's been around since the 1960s, and they went under uh, borders. I, I think I said that already. The Weinstein Company, which is the company that actually founded uh, Miramax Films. Ringling Brothers and Barnum and & Bailey Circus. Been out since 1884, and that went bye-bye during the old bimbo years. The Sports Authority, uh, Retail Store, Theranos, Gawker, Solyndra, Dress Barn, that was a retail store. A&P Supermarkets, which was out there since 1859. Movie Pass, Models, uh, Tivana, which also is a retail. Of course, everybody knows the Toys R Us story. Alta Motors, uh, Virtu, American Apparel, Compact Computers, uh, Lubby's Restaurants, Peebles, I'm sorry, not Peebles, Pebbles, Jawbone, uh, Jawbone, Palm, you remember Palm, the Palm Pilots? I had one. Henry Bendel. Blockbuster Video. Everybody knows Blockbuster in the whole story. Lord and Taylor, that was in business since 1826, shut down during the Obama years. And this was part of the uh, General Motors bankruptcy bailout, even though they didn't go totally bankrupt. They did shut down and bankrupt the Pontiac division. Uh, Newsweek magazine, they went bankrupt and wound up restructuring um, and coming out again um, using the Newsweek name, but as a different company, actually. Ford killed off the Mercury division. They basically filed bankruptcy on that division. Hollywood Video, which was like Blockbuster. They went under. Uh, GM also got rid of Saturn. Uh, Uno Chicago Grill. That's been gone for years, actually. We have a location down here in Dixon City, Pennsylvania. That's been sitting for 13 years. The building's been sitting there vacant. Of course, Hummer, which was another GM brand. They bankrupted off and got rid of. You know, even though GM restructured, they basically dropped a whole bunch of brands from their lineup, all during the wonderful economy of the Obama years. And again, for people that think the Obama-Biden uh, years were great for the economy, all you Democrats, there's a crap lot more of other businesses. I could basically bore you to death and read the list. I think I am going to bore you and read the list. Uh, First Centennial Bank Corp. Actually, I'm just going to read some of them. Uh, First Centennial Bank Corp. Accuride Corporation, it was involved in trucking. Um, Adamar Incorporated, which was the Tropicana Casinos and Resorts. Advanta Corporation, which was in banking and uh, finance. Altus Pharmaceuticals. 
ARG Enterprises, which owned uh, restaurant chains, Aurora Oil and Gas Corporation, Bank United Financial Corporation, Barzell Industries, Baseline Oil and Gas Corp, Bilo Supermarkets, Bruno Supermarkets, California Coastal Communities, which was real estate, Cape Fear Bank Corporation, Capital Corp, Banking of the West, Charter Communications, a telecom company, uh, Chemtora Corporation, which was uh, a chemical company. Of course, Chrysler filed for bankruptcy, but restructured, but been, it's been bought out a gazillion times since then. Uh, CIT Group, Citigroup, Citibank, uh, Citadel Broadcasting. They're still in business, but they had to go through major restructuring during the Obama years. Uh, Synergy Data, Eddie Bauer, they went through bankruptcy restructuring. Edge Petroleum Corporation, Extended Stay Hotels, Filene's Basement, Fleetwood Enterprises, uh, they're involved with like RVs and recreational vehicles, Fortune Off, the retail store, Freedom Communication Holdings, uh, Fulton Homes Corporated, uh, Corporation, of course, as I said before, uh, G General Motors, Goodies Retail Stores, Guarantee Financial Group, Holly Performance Products, Yep, Holly Carburetors in business a long time. Bankruptcy Protection. Ion Media Networks. Irwin Financial Corporation. Magna Chip Semiconductors. Magna Entertainment. Uh, Majestic Star Casinos. Metro Media International. Midway Games. Nortel Networks. Uh, Muzak Holdings. Pacific Energy Oil and Gas. Philadelphia Newspapers LLC. Reader's Digest. R.H. Donnelly Corporation, Ritz Cameras, which is a retail, uh, Samsonite, Silicon Graphics, Simmons Betting, Six Flags, Star Tribune, that owns newspaper companies, The Sun-Times Media Group, another uh, newspaper company. You guys, of course, are going to laugh at this one. Trump Entertainment filed for bankruptcy during the Obama years. You know what the hell with it? I'm going to bore you even more with the list. Aloha Airlines, Archway Cookies. Bailey's Total Fitness, Boscob's Department Stores. Again, some of these companies did survive out of bankruptcy protection or got bought out by other companies to basically save their asses. They were bought out of the uh, bankruptcy proceedings. Circuit City. I can't believe they're actually gone that long since um, that's a long time. I can't even believe they're gone that long. Frontier Airlines. By the way, Goodies Stores, that was Sam Goodies for those who, who don't remember what Goodies was. KB Toy Stores, I forgot about them. There were even TV stations that went under. Uh, KFRE, KMPH, KUBE Television. Lehman Brothers went under. Mrs. Fields. Everybody loves Mrs. Fields, right? Uh, National Wholesale Liquidators. Pilgrim's Pride. Polaroid. Uh, Ponderosa and Bonanza Steakhouses. The Sharper Image. Skybus Airlines. Stephen Berry's Retail. I remember them. We had a store around here. Uh, Tribune Broadcasting, I might have said that already. TCBY, uh, the Tropicana, I think I said that. Unimart, they actually went under and restructured and got bought out. Value City, uh, Washington Mutual, Ziff Davis Publishing. And if you want to jump ahead to, you know, of course, the president jumping uh, Joe Magoo years that we have right now. Um, you know, we're getting close to his uh, third year. And hopefully uh, he'll be out of office and not decide not to run. But anyway, um, bankruptcy under his name even. Olympia Sports, uh, Future Retail, Revlon went for bankruptcy. Um, 
Escada America, ABC Carpet and Home, uh, Lorna Jane, Belk Department Stores, uh, Christopher and Banks uh, Retail Stores, Guitar Center did the uh, bankruptcy protection, Century 21 Real Estate, uh, Steinmart, Tailored Brands that owns uh, Men's Warehouse and Jose Bank. I think I already said Lord and Taylor. Uh, Ascena uh, Retail, New York and Company, Brooks Brothers, Lucky Brand, Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, they, they went bankrupt and um, they've closed down stores and went through a, restruct a restructuring. Sorry, GNC, Hertz Rent-A-Car, Vantage Rent-A-Car. Actually, it's hysterical because Hertz Rent-A-Car, not Hertz Rent-A-Car, um, Advantage Rent-A-Car went through bankruptcy protection during the Obama years, during his first term in presidency. And of course, the presidency, you know, the economy got so good during the second half of the Obama years, <laughs> that company filed for bankruptcy protection again in 2013. And then now during the Obama, uh, during the Biden years, has filed for, to dissolve themselves, basically. Uh, centric brands, like, um, they, they manufacture, they design and manufacture clothes for Calvin Klein, Under Armour, and Tommy Hilfiger. J.C. Penney filed for bankruptcy protection. Stage stores went, uh, totally bankrupt. That took out Sam Goody's, uh, Pebbles, or Peebles, uh, Gordman's, Neiman Marcus, uh, Aldo, Gold Gym, J. Crew, Dean and DeLuca. I think I already said Modell Sporting Goods. I think I already said Pier 1 also. Uh, Fairway Grocery Stores. Forever 21's been uh, restructuring. Same thing with, uh, I think, Fred's Retail. This man is following his, his policies, his administration, the economy, is following the footsteps of the Obimbo administration. Let me think, who else has filed for bankruptcy? Uh, Aftershock Comics, Christina Aguilera's uh, fragrance company filed for bankruptcy. Armstrong Flooring. That beverage company, Bang, they filed bankruptcy protection. Charlie, that's an old fragrance company. They filed for bankruptcy protection. Uh, Crown Plaza, Elizabeth Arden, Infowars. I think I already said Olympia Sports. Regal Cinemas, Revlon. The other Sears division, Sears Hometown and Outlet Stores. Paper Source, uh, CC's. Uh, they they went bankrupt and then got bought out through uh, bankruptcy courts. I think I had already said Christopher and Banks, Friendly's Restaurants, California Pizza, uh, Pizza Kitchen, Chesapeake Energy, which was a big uh, fracking company here in Pennsylvania, Cinemax Holdings, which is another theater company, May of this year, Intelsat, who owns, I believe it's 50 communication satellites. Uh, that's an important part of our... Uh, I, I guess you can say our communication infrastructure with this country. Uh, True Religion Retail, Papyrus, NPC International, which owned uh, 1,200 Pizza Huts and 400 Wendy's restaurants in the United States. I may have already said this, Sizzlers, Ruby Tuesdays, all gone. You know, the beginning part all went during the oh, oh, Bimbo Biden years, and the later part that I've been talking about, uh, and that's only some of them, have been during the uh, time that uh, Biden's been president. And meanwhile, this goofball keeps talking about how he wants to invest in, you know, they want to keep investing in this renewable energy and all the stuff, you know, they want to create all these jobs and all this green stuff. And it's a flashback to Obama. 
You know, the Obimbo administration did this whole thing with green energy and throwing lots of tax dollars into these companies that completely failed. Like Solyndra, $535 million of loans and twenty-five over $25 million in California tax credits. You know, Obimbo pushed for this thing. It's going to be the future and more jobs and we're going to dump this money in here. You know, and the company started up. And like a year later, it was bankrupt. About a bound solar, they went under. They got a four hundred million dollar loan during the Obimbo administration. Uh, Beacon Power, A one two three Systems, uh, AES Eastern Energy Storage, Amonics, uh, Zorb Dynamics, uh, Babcock and Brown Energy Conversion Devices, Enerl One Evergreen Solar. Karnarker Technologies, Addition Range Fuels, Razor Technologies, SpectraWatt, uh, Sterling Energy Systems, Thompson River Power, Nordic Wind Power, Satcon, Willard and Nakesi Solar Group, Cardinal Fasteners, Obama visited them and, and talked about the whole thing about, you know, the green recovery, all these acts, you know, where this is the future. And he touted the whole Made in America jobs in Ohio. And two weeks after his visit, that company laid off uh, almost 15% of its staff and then filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection and went bankrupt. And then a German company bought them out of bankruptcy. That happened during you know, bimbo years. And this is what President uh, Jumpin' Joe Magoo is pushing for. You know, they want to dump all this money, they, all these future jobs that they're talking about. We're, we're going to push more into solar and wind and, and Apparently, he didn't listen to his boss. Maybe he, maybe the way he's asleep now in the Oval Office, he must have been asleep during uh, Obimbo's presidency. You know, you didn't realize that these companies failed. There were no jobs created. You created a couple of jobs and the companies went bankrupt because it's just not there. It's just not the right place to be investing the money. What any of these presidents should be doing with their administration is investing money into hybrid technologies. We need more hybrid technologies. Hybrid technologies are, are proven, trusted and proven. Look at look at the Prius, the Toyota Prius. I mean, no, that thing's been out for, God, is it 15 years or something like that? It's been out a long time. The hybrid technologies have improved and we can make them better, you know, if we invest the money into it. But instead... Um, Biden wants to throw more money of our tax dollars to these solar groups and to these EV companies and startups and everything that are all going to wind up failing, you know, in the hopes that they're going to create these spectacular jobs. I mean, he's going to just illusions of grandeur in his head, even with like the wind companies, the wind turbines. We're going to have all these jobs. We're going to teach the kids the technology, you know, fuck us older Americans that might need jobs in the future uh, because of other companies failing and we need new jobs. You know, no, we're, we're going to do stuff so that the younger generation can learn this stuff and that's where the future is. Yeah, but Bozo doesn't realize, you know, okay, you're going to flood the market with, uh, all this stuff, the solar powered, you know, all these things. Or you're going to flood the market with the windmills. How many windmills do you think you really need to build? And once you build them, um, guess what? They're basically there for decades before you're going to ever need to replace a uh, a prop, for example. These jobs are going to go bye-bye because all these people, yes, there'll be jobs when you're, you're building these things up and, and making these turbines and the props and everything else. 
And then once they're up there, there's not going to be much of a need anymore. These jobs are going to go away. There is no future in these jobs, people, just like there is no future in this idiot's administration. And by the way, the bankruptcies during the uh, Biden administration for the two years that he's been in office, well, now we're going to be soon going on his third year in office, it also affected uh, trucking companies, big trucking companies as well. Some of the largest trucking companies in the United States filed for bankruptcy this this year. Uh, Marvin Keller Trucking, 115 jobs, gone. Uh, Land Air, 135 jobs, gone. UFI Transportation, 213 jobs. They were one of the largest furniture manufacturers in the United States. Um, they, they had transportation drivers, and they were also a manufacturer of you know, furniture. They got rid of... Uh, 2,700 employees just a couple weeks ago on November 21st. But the economy is doing so fucking good, Mr. Biden, isn't it? How about one of the largest U.S. postal contracted carriers in the United States, Matheson Postal Services? Since 1962, they've been operating and being contracted by the Postal Service. This past summer, they went bye-bye. 383 workers. There were some other, you know, like smaller companies, um, LW Mills, um, like 87 drivers, Rooney Trucking, Elite Transportation, JCB Trucking, uh, Navarro Trucking, Freon Logistics, uh, McClelland Trucking, Duran Transfer. I mean, they have smaller companies, but they're in the trucking industry and they went bye bye, belly up, people gone. Even though, and, and meanwhile, the government will say too that there's tons of trucking jobs out there. You know, again, things are getting so much better. If things are going, getting so much better, why are these companies going bye bye? Huh, Mr. President? Somebody, like, I want one of my Democrat friends. I, I really want somebody to, to write in or call in or leave me a message, you know, Write me a message to franktholunatic at gmail.com if you're a Democrat. Or call into our listener feedback line, 570-503-6585. And explain to me what it is you see in this presidency. Where, you, where do you think that the economy is really doing so good when this list of bankrupt companies, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just a replay of what happened during the Obama years, people. Why can't anybody wake up and even see that? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is with some of you Democrats. And I'm not saying it's all Democrats, okay? Um, but there are a lot of Democrats that just won't wake up, especially these entertainers. I, I, Rob Reiner, I want, oh God, him on Twitter. I, some, some of these entertainers on Twitter and social media that just keep backing the president and just making it sound like, you know, everything's being made up about the economy, that it really is getting better, that the, that the media is making things up, Republicans are making things up, you know, uh, the working people making things up. Yeah, I'm making things up. I'm lower, I'm lower working class. I'm making things up that, you know, that people can't afford to live. Yeah, of course. It's ridiculous. I mean, wake the fuck up, people. I'm telling you, this goofball decides to run for president again? No. Don't, don't even elect him to the freaking primary. I mean, unfortunately, you have to elect somebody to the Democrat side and someone to the Republican side. By all means, do not put this moron up on the ballot again. Or maybe you should because then a Republican will get into office. Because this man is failing left and right. 
He is a puppet president surrounded by all these people that are just feeding him lies. He's oblivious. He is so oblivious. It's sort of like, you know, and I'm not saying he was a bad president or a good president. George Bush Sr. <laughs> was oblivious to things as well. You know, the dead things he was out. I don't know. I don't know if he was on the campaign trail or what. And, and he was out and he went to a supermarket and he thought the scat truck, the checkout scanners at the supermarket were like the best invention in the world. And they, like, Mr. President, these things have been out for like a decade. You know, like politicians just get so oblivious to what's going on in the real world. And that's what's happened with this president. I, I don't want to say I feel sorry for him, but in a way I sort of do. He's just so oblivious. He's a puppet president surrounded by people that are guiding him incorrectly. And why? Because he's the one that's going to be taking the, the fall for everything. He's the one that's going to go down in history as being the bad president, which he is. But either way, you know, it's not going to be Pelosi or anybody else. It, it's, it's him who's going to go down as having a failed presidency. Because his policies failed. Who, of course, makes the policies? His advisors, all these people around him are the ones who say, Mr. President, we think that'll be a great idea. Go for it. They're advising this man wrong. And unfortunately, it's bringing the freaking country down. We're going to keep continuing and continuing, continuing with these bankruptcies. I mean, inflation's getting worse and worse. How much longer do you really think some of these retail companies can hold on and survive? Look at the money they're losing. Yes, COVID did do stuff and COVID did, you know, cause a lot of disruption and cause problems in the business world and the retail world as well, which is biting companies in the ass now because now you, you have stores with these abundance of products that weren't on the shelves during COVID, but the orders were in and things were being manufactured and being ramped up. And now they're in distribution centers. And now you have stores like Walmart and Target, for example, that are so overstocked on these products that they have to try selling them for ridiculous prices to just to get them out of the door because their warehouses are full. What are the products? I mean, we're here in the wintertime. You know, summer products are already in the warehouses getting ready to deliver. In a couple of weeks, you'll see the summer stuff. And meanwhile, we're still overstocked with all these other products, you know, and with the economy being so bad, they're raising prices like crazy. So the average person can't even afford them. So we wind up not buying. And then what happens? They lower the price. And yes, we will buy stuff once they, you know, they get marked down to ridiculously low prices. But then the company winds up posting losses like you wouldn't believe. So it's going to be funny to see how many more companies are going to be filing for bankruptcy protection. I mean, can you imagine... Can you imagine if someplace like Target or Walmart files for bankruptcy protection, you know, and it could happen. It's out there. The possibility is out there that it can happen because of how bad the economy is. But yet this bozo sits up there time and time and time again and assures the American people that things are getting better, that that. The economy is getting better, that we're on the right track. We are not on the right track, people. We're not. Look at things going around the country. The tolls going up, gas prices going up again. You know, they start coming down, they go up again. <coughs> and states raising gas taxes. Pennsylvania, one of the highest gas taxes in the country. What does our lovely Democrat governor do as one of his last things before leaving office in January? He raises our fuel tax, another, I don't know if it's three or four cents it's gone up. We are the highest fuel tax 
in the United States, and it's supposed to go to our roads. I know this is a completely different rant. I'm going off on a tangent now, but I gotta put this out here because it's just leading right into this, unfortunately. Um, the fuel tax was supposed to be to help the roads, you know, maintain the roads. And unfortunately, Pennsylvania over the years, um, a, a lot of the former governors and some Republican governors as well went and found loopholes in the law there, well, at least their administrations found loopholes in the law and they were funneling money from the uh, money that was supposed to be set aside to help the roads to put into other projects. And Pennsylvania got busted by the federal government uh, many years ago, could be a decade ago, I can't remember now, there was a bridge that collapsed in Minnesota and the federal government, they started to do spot inspections on on like bridges and overpasses in the United States, and they discovered that Pennsylvania has some of the worst, and we also have the worst track record for inspections. Inspections weren't getting done the way they were supposed to be. Road work <coughs> and maintenance wasn't being completed on a schedule, and then they did further investigation because, after all, Pennsylvania was whining, wah, 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 we don't have the money. We need money from the federal government. They did further investigation as to, you know, okay, well, where the hell does money go that you've been racking in from the fuel taxes for the last, like, 40 years, and discovered that Pennsylvania was using the money through a loophole that they instilled into the legislation so they could funnel the money to other projects. And the federal government said, hey, wait, hold on, guess what? This is a list of all the roads and bridges and stuff that we checked out in Pennsylvania that are in shitball state, uh, status right now or don't even meet, like, safe guidelines and that, um, not guidelines, whatever the terminology is, I can't even think now, um, and they need to be replaced, redone, something has to be done, and you have until a certain year to get all this work done, or we are stopping federal funding to Pennsylvania until the list is completed. So if it's not done by a certain year, all federal funding for roads to Pennsylvania stops, and then Pennsylvania's on their own. So of course, they're raising the fuel taxes like crazy. Our fuel tax like more than doubled over the years, raised the fuel tax to try gaining money to try fixing these roads. I have one locally here. They call them the twin bridges. The bridges were put in, I think, in the 80s, maybe, and they don't. The funny thing is they just do not conform to, I guess, DOT safety requirements. They, they actually have to take these uh, two big, huge bridges down and redo them. You know, tons of money involved on this stuff, which is only going to raise our fuel tax even more. Of course, what else is hooked into the fuel tax? Because it's PennDOT. What else is hooked in with PennDOT on the roads? PennDOT workers. I'm telling you, come to Pennsylvania. We, we're listed as having some of the worst, absolute worst roads in the world. And drive around sometime. You know, I, I sent a thing out. Um, I never, I know you don't get responses to these things, but I, I'd sent a thing to the current governor and to the future governor that's going to be taking office. Another Democrat yam bag. Uh, hashtag yambag, and told them, you want to do something good for, for the people of Pennsylvania? Get out there on the road. Jump in your vehicle. Drive around. You know, not with your whole entourage, so you're noticed. Drive around unannounced and see. Check on your PennDOT workers. Drive by some of these PennDOT work sheds, and you'll see how in the morning you sit around for an hour or more. Or more. I see it by me where I work all the time. Sitting there on the clock. They're drinking coffee and things like that. They're on the freaking clock. You see them out on the roads. 
You know, you'll, you'll have a crew of people, maybe somewhere locally. You, you'll have like, you know, seven guys or something standing out there and only one guy working or two guys working because that's all that was required to even do that little job. But you have all these overpaid PennDOT workers that are union workers just sitting around doing nothing. You're sending full crews of people making a shit ton of money per hour to go do a job that only requires like two people to do, maybe three at the most. Drive around sometime in some of these cul-de-sacs, some of these other hidden areas, and you'll see PennDOT trucks sitting around. Some of these you know, PennDOT crew trucks sitting around on the clock, long-ass lunch breaks, things like that. There's no accountability because they all do it. The supervisors, they all do it because the supervisors were there at one time. You know, they were the lower guy in the union. They did it too, so they know what they do. Nobody's going to change anything unless, unless our state government gets involved and actually catches these people doing this shit. Fire the fuck out of all of them. It's ridiculous. You're on the clock and you're not goddamn working. My tax dollar is paying for you and you're hardly working. And I'm sure there's some of you out there that might be listening that are DOT workers. Fine, get outraged. Go ahead, bitch at me. But prove me wrong. Okay? Prove that you're actually working, that when you put in an eight-hour day, you're actually putting an eight-hour day like the rest of us people do out there. And I know I'm going off on a totally different tangent. That's a totally different rant. But anyhow, as I said, the economy is not getting good, people. Stop listening. Stop falling for all these lies. Stop being these mindless sheep that listen to every word coming out of that feeble-minded president's mouth. And, and you're taking everything as fact. Don't. It's not true. You're being bullshitted because you're gullible. Because you're gullible. They are feeding you all this stuff, all these lies, all this fake sense of security, you know, making, trying to convince you that things are good when they're not. They're not good at all, people. They're not. We need change. Next presidential election, we need change in this country. Anyway. I, my friends, have always am Frank the Lunatic. And of course, I have approved this message. And for now, my friends, that's all I have to say about that.